0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind. Stevie, TPFL, and company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday, August 18th, 2017, and we have 14 baseball games here on tonight's slate. Riding solo again here on a Friday. It feels like I've been solo a lot this season, but um, not as much as I've been this week. So, (laughs) I'm excited to get into this slate. Um, I'm going to have way too much time on my hands today at the racetrack to build lineups, so been digging into research here for the last couple hours um and it's a really interesting slate we have a lot of arms at the top we have some mid-tier options and we have some studs that might be a little underpriced um for the production that they've had this season so i'm excited to get talking about it here we're gonna start with the angels and orioles but before we do that if you haven't checked out our sponsor playdraft.com make sure you head on over there Check them out. It's playdraft.com backslash grinders for a 100% deposit bonus up to 600 bucks. Check them out. If you haven't already, I don't understand what you're waiting for. Angels, Orioles, Andrew Heaney against Jeremy Hellickson, 10 over under in this game. Heaney making his first start of 2017 here today. I'm a huge fan of Andrew Heaney. I think he's really good. He's a lefty, which is always fun against Baltimore. But honestly, we just don't know what to expect here. Um, he had three rehab starts in Triple A, um, three point one ERA, fourteen strikeouts, and seventeen innings. You know, you just look at it, and you just you really don't know what to expect. Hopefully he pitches well, and this ten total is just a little too high. I can't pull the trigger on Heaney here, but I really want to. Not going to. And then Jeremy Hellickson on the other side here. We know Hellickson not very big strikeout rate under fifteen percent against righties. Um, going to face a lot of righties in this lineup against lefties this season. You know, fourteen point seven as well. So just not a lot of strikeout upside here for Hellickson. Starting with the bats here from the Baltimore side. Um, Baltimore chalk days are always fun when they face left-handed pitching. Jonathan Scope this season: three hundred eight ISO, four hundred three WOBA, one hundred fifty three WRC plus. Tim Beckham batting two ninety five, one seventy one ISO, um, the WOBA three fifty nine. He's just been on a tear lately. He has a forty five point or thirty seven point zero percent hard contact rate against left-handed pitching this season. Manny Machado, nothing great. 216 ISO. He's the one that has the 45.7% hard contact against lefties this season. So, a couple options here. Um, You know, Adam Jones, he's really struggled against lefties this season. It's been hard hit balls or strikeouts, really. Um, Again, this is why we like left-handed pitching against Baltimore. We don't know how far Heaney's going to go here, so he could get a lot of the bullpen. Um you know you take a couple bats here from baltimore um as far as the angels go getting the ballpark bump going into baltimore obviously mike trout in this spot against helixson is phenomenal 371 iso 474 woba against right-handed pitching this season um simmons is batting 309 against righties this season nice little shortstop play 348 woba uh 157 iso And Luis Valbuena still hitting the ball hard against uh, right-handed pitching this season. Just not a lot to show from it outside of 12 home runs. So Cole Calhoun, Valbuena, okay here. They are getting a nice ballpark bump going into Baltimore. They're in play. They're not the best plays on the board. St. Louis at Pittsburgh. Carlos Martinez against Trevor Williams. Eight total here. Carlos Martinez, a very slight favorite going into Pittsburgh. We look at Martinez this season against right-handed pitching and you know he's just been he's been phenomenal against righties this season or right-handed hitters not pitching uh 243 woba 29.8 percent strikeout rate uh 51 percent ground ball rate only allowed eight home runs and 84 innings a 2.95 xfip um right there with um, Kluber and Scherzer, as far as those numbers go, the strikeout rate not as high as those guys. Don't get me wrong, but um, you know the numbers, the surrounding numbers are really solid for Carlos Martinez against righties. Gonna face you know six righties plus the pitcher spot here. You know Pittsburgh doesn't strike out a ton, but this is a safer matchup for Carlos Martinez. I don't love this spot for him. You know you're not really getting a nice a discount at ten six. I think he's in play. Um, I don't think he's the best play on the board, but I do think he's a play that you could look at here on tonight's slate. As far as Trevor Williams goes, um, he's been solid against righties this season. Really hasn't given up too much. Six home runs and 60.2 innings. 36% hard contact to righties. 290 Woba um, when he's facing all these righties. Um, You've got to look at those right-handed numbers. As far as lefties go, nothing great against lefties. Big ground ball rate, 51%. Um He's only allowed three home runs and 51 innings to lefties, not allowing a lot of hard contact. A much, much better soft contact rate than hard contact rate. 5.2 ratio um, to south to hard contact there. So you don't want to necessarily pick on Williams here with the lefties. If you're looking at any bats from the Cardinals, you're probably looking at Paul DeJong um, and Jed Jerko. Those are the two guys that just continue to mash the baseball against right-handed pitching. You look at DeJong, and ever since he's been called up, He's batting 300 against right-handed pitching. He has a 256 ISO, a 39% hard hit rate. So really like DeJong here. Jerko, he's hitting the ball hard as well. Um, you know, all these guys really have solid hard hit contact rates. It's just their strikeout rates are really high too. So I don't mind some of these guys, but on a 14-game slate in PNC, I'm not going to go out of my way to pay up for the Cardinals here. As far as the Pirates go, I just don't see any really options here against Carlos Martinez. He struggles against lefties. I'm not playing Josh Bell at first base. Adam Frazier's in the lineup. He's just expensive for the type of player that he is. Doesn't present a ton of upside, so I'm just not going to go there as well. Yankees at Red Sox. Jordan Montgomery against John- Drew Pomerant's Nine total here. Montgomery uh, Drew Pomerantz is a favorite at 132. Look at Montgomery, still one of the better swinging strike rates on the slates. Um, right at 12.9% this season. He's limited to hard contact. The xFIP a little bit higher than the ERA. A little, little bit of luckiness here for Montgomery. You just have to wonder, is he starting to hit his wall? Um, you know, you look at the last few starts, we really haven't seen that big game outside of the Cincinnati game like four games ago. He struggled against Boston in his last start. Um, wasn't able to get any strikeouts. Had walks. Uh, only threw 84 pitches. I worry about the pitch count. I worry about the walks. I worry about not getting the strikeouts here against Boston. You know, this is, this is the third time they faced him in the last six games. So it's going to be, you know, very familiar for Boston to face him here. Drew Pomerantz on the other side. We've seen the Yankees, you know, allow big, big games to pitchers this season and it just all depends you know Pomerantz three earned runs five k seven hits allowed and six and two-thirds against the Yankees um last time out and then before that you know four earned runs on six hits and you know seven strikeouts so you really don't know which Pomerantz you're going to get here on this slate I don't think I'd go there um I could kind of understand it, but you're getting all these righties against Pomerants here. Uh, Judge, he does have a 30% strikeout rate, but he has a 301 ISO, a 407 wOBA, 45% hard hit contact. Um, Aaron Hicks is back. You know he has a 227 ISO, 373 wOBA against lefties this season. Sanchez is solid against lefties. Todd Frazier is solid against lefties. Uh, there's left there's lefty mashers in this lineup. I think Pomerantz is very risky. I think Jordan Montgomery is very risky. Um, Wouldn't touch it. The bats that I mentioned just now for the Yankees, Hicks, Judge, Sanchez, Frazier, would be the four guys that I'd be looking at here if I'm playing any of the Yankees here today. Looking at the Red Sox against left-handed pitching this season, Nothing really great. Mookie Betts, 6.7% strikeout rates, 348 Woba. Just not a lot of power here for the Red Sox against left-handed pitching. Hanley has the most home runs on this team against lefties this season. It's only five. Second best is Mookie at three. So not a lot of home runs against left-handed pitching in this lineup this season. Even Chris Young only has one home run against lefties this season. So it's tough, but, you know, I still don't like Montgomery. Only two guys in the projected starting lineup have a strikeout rate over 20% this season against left-handed pitching. So. And that's Mitch Moreland and Hanley Ramirez. One of those guys might not draw the lineup here. So you're not getting a big strikeout upside with Montgomery here. And you know that's kind of the reason that I don't like him. Don't love really any of the Yankee Red Sox bats. Um, so we move on. Dodgers Detroit Tigers Rich Hill against Jordan Zimmerman nine and a half total here Rich Hill a massive favorite at minus 210 against a very right-handed heavy Detroit team Rich Hill is interesting you know the strikeouts have really been there for him at least eight strikeouts now in one two three four five of his last six games and some of those teams were really right-handed heavy, like the Tigers. You know, you look at the Rich Hill's numbers against right-handed bats this season. 31% strikeout rate, 267 Woba. Giving up a little bit more fly balls than I want to see, but the numbers are still solid here for Rich Hill. Only seven home runs allowed in 70 innings to righties this season. So definitely a spot that, you know, he could put up a lot of strikeouts here against Detroit and um, fly under the radar because we have so many top pitchers here. So don't mind rich hill in a large field gpp jordan zimmerman you know it's a tale of two seasons for him we saw how bad he was at the beginning of the season we saw him start to turn it around got rocked in his last start against minnesota allowing seven earned runs on eight hits only one strikeout in that game he's allowed at least three earned runs in three of his last four starts you know i don't want to go out of my way to pick on zimmerman Because he really hasn't allowed multi-home runs in a game. Two out of his last ten. It's not as bad as it was at the beginning of the season. People like stacking against him. But you all know, everybody that listens to the Morning Grind knows, that I'm going to have a Dodgers stack today. We look at Zimmerman against lefties. He has a 2.04 home run per nine this season. 40.5% hard contact against lefties. The Dodgers are one of my favorite teams in baseball to stack. They can put up runs in a bunches. Um, So I'm definitely looking at a Dodgers stack today as far as the Tigers go if you want to be different maybe you look at a Nick Cassianos or a Justin Upton or James McCann but it is a tough matchup against Hill he throws a ton of curveballs he has a very good curveball Um, it's not my favorite spot to attack Rich Hill Um, and I I love playing the the Tigers against left-handed pitching all right next up we have seattle at tampa we got a revenge game araso ramirez who was traded to seattle not too long ago right there the trade deadline from tampa gets to face his old team here in the rays we got austin pruitt who is starting to turn it around here um you know we'll have to see how this works out for him against um seattle but Interesting game here. We look at Erasmo Ramirez. um, Pitched six innings in his last start against the Angels. Looked pretty decent in that game. Didn't get any strikeouts, but limited the damage. Only one run allowed on three hits, but uh, it was non-earned. So no strikeouts, but 13 fantasy points there. Going to get to face his old team here against Tampa. Um, You know, you look at Tampa, and obviously it's his old team. So, you know, they're going to have some data on him here. The numbers haven't been great for Ramirez. He's just not a high strikeout guy. He's allowed a bunch of home runs to lefties this season. 45.6% hard contact to lefties. 248 home run per nine. I think I'm going to pass on Ramirez here, even in this revenge spot at 5,500. Love picking on the Rays, but I don't think I could do it here. And I don't think I can look at Pruitt. Um, I still need to see more out of this guy. Just not a spot that I want to target him here. Looking at the Mariners' bats uh, on the road here in Tampa, I don't even know if we call this a ballpark upgrade or a ballpark downgrade for Seattle. But um, we're looking at Alonzo here. This is a really good spot for him. 256 ISO this season against right-handed pitching. Nelson Cruz, another big power bat against right-handed pitching. Robinson Cano, those are probably my three favorite. You can mix in a little bit of Kyle Seager, even though his numbers are down against righties this season. I think he's Okay. Mike Zanino, still a cheap catcher that has a bunch of pop in his bat. Always interesting for tournaments. As far as the Rays go, facing the righty here, facing the old team. Um, Again, I'm going to talk about this guy every day on the podcast, just to be used to it. Steven Souza Jr., 302 ISO, 388 WOBA, 148 WRC+, against right-handed pitching this season. He has 25 home runs against right-handed pitching this season. Flying under the radar. Very quiet 25 home runs for Stuza Jr. Logan Morrison, interesting here. Um, you know, 275 ISO, 364 Woba against Ryan handed pitching. Dickerson's okay. He's been slumping. He's been really good or really bad lately. So I'm looking at those few bats from Tampa. Don't mind those guys. Um, not my favorite plays on the board. But, um, you know, there's definitely reason to look at those guys. On the slate, Miami at New York. Justin Nicolino, Chris Flexen here in this game. Um, again, another game that's just not very sexy for pitching. Justin Nicolino against right-handed pitch or right-handed hitters this season. Very small sample size. 3.41 wOBA, 14.8% strikeout rate against lefties. Not much better. 4.94 wOBA, 8.6% K rate. That is only in 6.23 innings. But just nothing good here for Nicolino. His ex-fip is solid. You know, it's it's telling us there's some you know positive regression coming from him. But I just don't think this is a spot that I'm going to play him. Chris Flexen, you know, I don't know what do we want to do with Flexen. Probably nothing. Um, Sixty-one hundred against the Marlins. He's allowed. You know, two, three, five, three earned runs in five starts. Looked better, better in his last start finally, but it was against Philadelphia. I don't think this is a spot that I could play flex in. Um, you know, I might target some of these bats against him. So let's look at the Marlins' bats. Against right-handed pitching this season, we look at Stanton, obviously, 347 ISO this season against right-handed pitching. Just insane, you know, 39% hard hit contact. He has 34 home runs against right-handed pitching this season. Definitely like Stanton, definitely like Ozuna, um, another guy, 267 ISO this season for Ozuna against righties. Um, outside of that, I don't mind Yellich, don't mind D Gordon. Um, flexon has been more of a fly ball guy, so I definitely don't mind Yellich in this spot. He's a big ground ball guy, ground ball pitcher, or ground ball hitter, fly ball pitcher, creates line drives, yada, yada, yada. So I don't mind Yelich in this spot um, so you can get you a nice little 2-3-4 stack there for the Marlins if you want to approach that that way. Looking at the Mets, obviously I'm looking at Cespedes and Wilmer Flores. That's about it for me. Juan Lagares, if he bats leadoff, I don't mind him here in this spot. You know, it's a nice little cheap leadoff hitter. But I really like Cespedes and Flores against a left-handed pitcher. Every time they face a lefty, they're obviously in play for me. Next up, we have Cincinnati at Atlanta. Sal Romano against R.A. Dickey. Romano against the Braves. Anybody against the Braves right now is interesting because outside of Freeman, this team's really slumping. Um, You know, Matt Adams is slumping so much that he's not even starting right now. So Freeman, a masher, but Sal Romano, kind of interesting here. Um, You've yet to see that big K rate from Romano. Um, You know, in AAA this season. It was only 15%. It's been 18%. So we're really not seeing a big strikeout rate from Romano. I don't think he's a terrible pitcher. I still don't think I can play him here just because I don't see a lot from him. And then Dickey is Dickey. You know, the knuckleballer, you look at it, and very small, limited BVP here. Um, Votto has hit him well. So talking about the Reds' bats, Votto's hit him well. Perelza, Perella. Peraza has hit him well um Zach Cozart is three for 12. So I, I don't mind Vado. um if Billy Hamilton gets on base he's obviously going to run here like I, even though Dicky is good at holding on runners if you only throw 70 miles an hour to home plate um you're going to probably be in trouble against a guy like Hamilton. As far as the Braves go, it's Freddie Freeman. Um, it, I hate to be as simple as that, but it's it really that simple for me. Um, it's I, I just don't see a lot here from the Braves. Moving on, Chicago White Sox, Texas Rangers, our favorite pitcher James Shields against Andrew Kashner, eleven and a half total here. James Shields this season, 444 Woba, 37% hard contact against lefties. He is allowed 13 home runs in 30 innings. That is a 3.82 home run per nine, which obviously shouldn't shock anybody that it is the highest on the slate. As far as against righties against this season for Shields, um, he's limited the damage a little bit more against righties. Only allowed five home runs in 38 innings, 302 Woba, 35% hard contact, but not as many home runs here for righties. Um, Andrew Kashner against lefties this season for Kashner, two ninety-eight Woba, um, five home runs in fifty-two innings, and then against righties, Kashner has a sixty percent ground ball rate. He's limited the damage, he's only allowed four home runs in sixty-one innings to righties this season. Andrew Kashner is just really not as bad as people want to, you know, continue to put him out and You know, he's definitely been killing stacks and DFS money all season. Hopefully he can continue to do that here. If I'm playing anybody from the White Sox, it's Mankata and Delmonico. Those are the two guys that are still kind of semi-cheap. High total game, the two lefties. You know, I want lefties against Kashner. I don't want any righties against him. Mancata. On DraftKings today is thirty-three hundred at second base. Uh, that's super super cheap, and Delmonico is twenty-seven hundred. So those would be the two guys that I'd be looking at, getting some value. Um, and that's it for there. And then as far as as far as Texas goes, um, you know you want the lefties here. I think, obviously. All these guys are in play, um, you know, Cashner or James Shields, just, he's just James Shields, like Chu, Andrews, Beltrade Mazzaro, Gallo, Odor, Napoli, Chirinos, the only guy I don't have any interest in is De Shields, so obviously he's going to be the guy that goes off in this game. A lot of of BVP numbers here for Beltre. He's faced Shields a bunch in 47 at-bats. He has 12 hits, only one home run there, 18 strikeouts. Obviously, Shields has been good, been bad, been in between in his career, but um, not great numbers for Shields against him. Andrus has good numbers against him, by the way. 13 for 32. Two doubles, two triples, um, no home runs, only four strikeouts and 32 at-bats for Andrus. So... Texas, definitely in play here. Um, they're going to be popular. you know. Obviously, outside of cores, they're going to probably be the second-highest-known team here today. Arizona at Minnesota. We have Zach Godley against Irvin Santana. Um, I- I'm just going to continue to say it every time I do the podcast. Zach Godley's been really good this season. Not getting the credit. Um, not over 10K, which is just fine by me. This season, he has a 267 Woba against righties, a 26% strikeout rate against righties, a 50.7% ground ball rate against righties. We look at the numbers against lefties, 61.7% ground ball rate, 25.8% K rate, 261 Woba. Higher soft contact than hard contact against lefties. So who is going to beat you here on the Twins? So no, that's about it. Um, Zach Godley, definitely, definitely in play for me here today. One of my favorite pitchers on the slate. Irvin Santana, you know, we get Arizona outside of Arizona. Yay. Um, Yeah, I can't play Irvin Santana. You guys know this. You look at the numbers, he has a 216 BABIP against lefties. His XFIP is two runs higher than his ERA this season. Only a 30% hard contact. He's not going to get blown up, but he's not this good. Um, He's just a better real-life pitcher than a fantasy pitcher. I just can't play him here. As far as the Arizona bats go here, you know, they are outside of chase, so you gotta kinda respect that. But Goldie Lamb, JD Martinez, all three of those guys in play. Um, nice little three man stack there. 299 ISO, two eighty-five ISO, two eighty-nine ISO. So solid, solid numbers there. All three of those guys have a hard hit over thirty-seven percent against Ryan in pitching this season. So you can obviously look at any of those three guys and nice little three four five stack. Peralta is back as well don't mind him but they're gonna probably bat him lead off and bat Pollock in between and then you're looking at a five-man stack so as far as Minnesota goes I don't see anything like Sano Rosario those are the only two guys that I'd have an interest in here and I just I don't want to pick on Zach Golly with a lefty and you know I respect him enough to not play Sano here so I think I'll just pass oakland at houston sean mania against dallas keichel raise your hand in your car at your work office anywhere if you'd like if you played sean mania in his last start in that one in one third inning six earned runs on six hits against baltimore minus 15.5 points i'm raising my hand i had him in arcade mode that day um there wasn't many options on that arcade mode slate so i'm right there with you if you're raising your hand i'm raising my hand too getting a houston team here coming off that start pass. pass 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 for me um not playing him here i know he has decent success against this team but i'm gonna make him show me something here as far as keiko goes Really solid in his last start. That was finally the start that we kind of needed to see. Seven strikeouts against Texas. Six and two-thirds. Only allowed one hurt, one earned run on six hits, which was a home run. You know, that was definitely kind of what we needed to see. But, again, they're not going to push this guy. 97 pitches in that start. We're not going to see that massive 120-pitch game from Keiko. If you want to play him here, I'm not going to argue with you. Um, I do think he has limited upside compared to some of these other guys on the slate, but I I get it. Oakland is Oakland. They're not very good. um, Against left-handed pitching this season, you look at the lineup up and down and Ryan Healy's really good, but nobody else has more than three home runs on the season against left-handed pitching. So Ryan Healy, 295 ISO, 420 Woba. Nobody else over 350, nobody over 200. So if You wanna play Keiko, like I said, I'm not gonna argue with you. Um you know, it's a fine spot. He really did pitch well in his last start. You know, with that being said, as far as picking on Sean Mania here, uh, you know, the Astros always a team you can stack up. You look at it and you know, I know without Correa they've been a different team, but Springer, Bregman, Altuve, Marwin Gonzalez, Jake Morisnik. Is Marisnik back yet? I couldn't miss misspoken there. Yeah, he's back. So you know you have all these guys that are good against left-handed pitching. Don't mind those guys against Manaya, but you play Astros as a stack. That's really the only way you could play Houston. You just have to kind of stack them up. Cleveland at Kansas City. Corey Kluber against Ian Kennedy. Oh. I can't wait to see what type of... So today we have so many top pitchers that we'll have to kind of see what the ownership's going to be. But uh, the strikeout line that Kluber had in his last start was insane. Um, There's some good BVP numbers here for Eric Hosmer. Um, Mike Moustakas has good BVP against Kluber. Melky Cabrera. So if you want to believe in the BVP... Might be a spot that you play Scherzer instead of Kluber, but is going to be more popular against San Diego. So I don't mind Kluber in a tournament. His strikeouts have just been insane. He's just he's just racking them up. Um, you look at it this season. Against right-handed batters, he has a 37.8% strikeout rate. Against lefties, 33.6%. So he's striking out both sides. Kluber firmly in play. Like I said, if you want to play the ownership game, I think Scherzer's going to be more popular even at 14-1 um against san diego people are going to just lock and load that play um don't mind it it, it really just depends if you're playing tournaments if you're playing cash um you want to be different or you just want to pay up for the guy you think is going to be the better play on the other side here ian kennedy against uh cleveland he's not been terrible he's not been great lately Um, He has one start against Cleveland this year. He allowed four runs um, on five innings with only four strikeouts, so nothing special. We know he continues to give up 45% hard contact to lefties, his ex-fip. He has a 230 BABIP against lefties, so yeah, just too many lefties in this lineup to even look at him here. Kipnis, um, Ramirez, Jay Bruce, E5 like cleveland stack definitely a stack that you could look at today they do get a crappy ballpark but um should score some runs here today as far as the royals if you want to play the bvp with hosmer or moustakis or Melky, you can i'm not going to i'm going to pass and i'm going to move on to milwaukee at colorado we got matt garza against german Marque Marquis. um 12 total, we're not playing the pitchers in this spot, obviously. Garza really hasn't been shelled by righties this season. His numbers against lefties, more of a fly ball guy, which is probably going to burn him here in Coors Field. German Marquis, um, 37% hard contact to righties, allowed nine home runs in 58 innings. He's continuing to limit the damage against lefties. He's only allowed three home runs and 55 innings to lefties, which may help, might hurt um we'll just kind of have to have to see how this plays out um eric thames travis shaw definitely in play here if you're gonna look at those two guys you could look at braun and walker it is cores anything can happen um i i do like i like ryan braun there you know we know marquee marquez however you pronounce this guy's name has allowed you know some home runs to righties there braun solid numbers against right in pitching this season obviously it's in core's as far as the rockies go you know black men always you know always always in play against garza definitely in play here nolan arenado you know those are the two guys that i always focus on with cores with the rockies um you know we really haven't had those massive games and cores this year and people just keep playing these guys so i think you stack them or you stay away um Obviously, it's Coors Field. It's Matt Garza. Anything can happen, and it can happen where he scores a bunch of runs. There's not a lot of late games, so, you know, there is that. Washington at San Diego. Matt Scherzer against Luis Perdomo. Seven total here. You know, you look at Scherzer. He's a massive favorite, 194 favorite. Um, They project to have three lefties. Five righties plus the pitcher spot, Scherzer, 44.6% K rate against righties, 171 Woba. His numbers are just beyond elite against right-handed batters. Um, He allows a couple home runs from time to time, but just elite. He allows more home runs to lefties, but still has a 27% K rate against lefties this season. Scherzer, best play on the slate. You're obviously paying up for him, but... um, Definitely think that he's worth paying up for here in the spot against San Diego. In San Diego. Um, Expect a big game from Scherzer here tonight. Luis Perdomo made us some money last start. We talked about him on the podcast and um, went out and had a really good game. Um, Me and Chop talked about him on the premium show as well. Against Cincinnati. Not against the Dodgers, by the way. Um, The problem is... He's really good against righties. He's really good against righties, and he's really bad against lefties. Murphy, Lind, um, definitely guys that could get to him here. I don't hate this spot for him, but I'm not going to play him here. If for some reason Murphy's out of the lineup and we just see Lind and Weeders as the lefties and Dilfo, then you could potentially make a case for him. But it'd be all about the lineup. As far as bats from this game on the Washington side... Um, Murphy and Lind. Hey, <laughs> more Murphy than Lind, but um, the lefties in play. Last game on the night, we got Philadelphia at San Francisco, Zach Eflin against Matt Moore. Um, you know, the Phillies just continue to be bad. They're just bad. You look at it, eight and a half total here. This game's in San Francisco. Um, I, I still can't play Zach Eflin. I don't even think I could play Matt Moore in this spot. You know, we're just going to see... A lot of righties, potentially only two lefties, and one of the lefties, Herrera, hits left-handed pitching well. Nick Williams, I don't have a lot of data on, but he's just been good all around. So I just can't play Matt Moore here. I know he's a favorite. I know he's facing the Phillies. I know he might be popular. I just can't do it in this spot. Um, Outside of that, batters in this game... Can't see myself really playing a bunch of these guys, um, if any of them. Tommy Joseph has good numbers against lefties. Maybe on the late slate, you look at Tommy Joseph, um, Hoskins. I mentioned Herrera against lefties has been a thing. but uh, And then on the Giants side, Jarrett Parker, Ryder Jones. Those guys continue to be cheap. I like Parker in the spot against Zach Eflin. But it, on a 14-game on a slate, I don't see myself really going here. If I do, like I said, it'd be Jones um, or Parker. I meant Parker. He'd be the value guy that I'd be looking at here. But um, that's it. That's it for the podcast today. We're going to play some home run derby, and then I'm going to get on the road to Bristol um, and hope you guys enjoy the podcast yet again today. As far as home runs go, I am going to go... Um I'm gonna go Justin Turner against Zimmerman and then I'm gonna go Wilmer Flores against Nicolino. I don't wanna go to Texas. Don't go to Coors guy that we talked about in the first game all the way back in the first game i'm gonna go jonathan scope and that's gonna be my home run derby today as always if you haven't checked out our sponsor make sure you head on over there check them out it is playdraft.com if you use the promo code grinders so playdraft.com backslash grinders you get 100 percent deposit bonus up to 600 bucks plus you get roto grinders premium for PlayDraft for three months for free get the best best ball contact in the industry so make sure you guys are taking advantage of that it's going to do it here i hope you guys have a wonderful weekend make sure you guys are checking out the night race here at bristol for saturday night so nascar on saturday night nothing better good luck in your contest tonight and we'll see you guys again on monday hey everyone cbtpfl here to talk about the nascar marketplace package at roto grinders my nascar package and our daily marketplace is your one-stop shop for fantasy information for ten dollars a week or 150 dollars a year you gain access to cash and tournament rankings projections, practice notes, two live shows, live chat, and much more. Check out our marketplace today and start crushing Daily Fantasy NASCAR with my NASCAR package here at roto Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now, get a Charbroil Four Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169, and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet, and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612, Craftsman offer valid through 619, U.S. only. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive Number One, Number Two employee. Leave a message at the Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk.